Oops. Yeah. Helps if I... Yeah, let's turn those on. <laughs> Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. This week we have to the TikTok and you don't stop, Ross Childs. What's up, Ross? Hi. Hi. I'm using my iPhone as a light. Ah, it works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> and we will have a pre-recorded interview with uh, Larry Tritel coming up later in the show. Welcome to episode 567 of the Funny Music Podcast. Title of this week's episode is Grooball the Magic Chain Wrangler. I don't know. Larry Larry Tritel is going to be on later? Yes, I pre-recorded. I pre-recorded with him earlier today. Tritel and me to leave. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo. So uh, let's let's do the catch up thingy. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's oh, right. Boy. So Luke, what you been up to? Oops. 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 Wrong. Uh, <laughs> I pushed a wrong button. Not too much other than a, uh, uh, you know, doing the delivery day job. Um. I did go over to Wally Wingert's apartment yesterday because he got uh, books in. He actually, I'll since we have a video podcast, I'll just show you all. La, 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 la. I'm walking over here, grab the thing, and then I'm walking back over here with the thing. So this is something coming. It's not a, it's not available for sale yet, and it'll be a limited number of number of these for sale. But he has created a book of uh, Donnie Druthers' Christween Capers. Uh, oh, cool. Frankified. So what he did is he took all of the artwork I did for the uh, black and, you know, mostly black and white animatic. And then he used his computer. Uh, uh, it wasn't Photoshop, but equivalency thereof to color it in. So you can see there's some of the images I drew, but now they're all in full color in this neat nifty book. And we have autographed them all. So uh, so at some point he's going to be putting these up for sale. Uh, he needs to figure out exactly where they're going to be on sale and they'll be up as like a very limited edition thingy that people can get. So once that is uh, up and he lets me know, I'll I'll put it in the funny music news for a future Funkcast episode for anyone who wants to get those. So very yeah. cool. Um, uh, the only other <laughs> thing I could mention is, uh, well, Carrie and I have been recording segments for a new Bad Report podcast, so we might actually have that out by the end of the month. <laughs> now that we're doing our bi-yearly podcast <laughs> if we're lucky <laughs> um and uh kyle and i recorded a episode of kyle and luke talk about tunes earlier today that'll be out on sunday and uh just because uh you know it's been on my mind a lot somehow um <laughs> uh, uh you know digital underground got brought up and i mentioned to kyle that i got i i the only reason I did is because I'm I was trying to get some projects done, but I was very tempted at one point this week to uh, digitally purchase the movie Nothing But Trouble, just so that <laughs> I, I could watch that and see a movie with Digital Underground. It and Kyle goes, you know what? I've never actually seen that. I know nothing about it, and I'm like, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> so I spent a good five minutes describing the movie Nothing But Trouble to Kyle. Um, so we've now made plans that at some point in the near future we're going to get together 
and watch that movie and another movie, Alex Winter's movie called Freaks. Or no, Freaked. Excuse me. Freaks is a different movie. <laughs> F-E-R-E-K. F-R-E-A-K-E-D. Freaked is the name of the movie. And it's uh, another bizarre early 90s comedy type of thing. So we're going to watch both of those and probably review them on, on the Toons podcast. Even though they're not animated because it's our show and we can do what we want. So, so yeah. So that'll be fun. Uh, what have you been up to the past week? Uh, well, I listened to your Digital Underground playlist, first of all, um, on Spotify while I've been working the uh, past couple of days. Um, mostly, I've been frantically trying to fi figure out why my websites keep going down, and I I'm kind of at a loss at the moment. Um, I've been digging through the error logs, and there's a bunch of errors, but nothing that should make the site go down. So um, I'm going to fix what I can of the errors and then I'm going to get in touch with my host again and because it's, it's going down three to four times a day now and it's, it's just ridiculous. Um, and speaking of dead rappers, I wanted to ask you, um, were you aware of the Fat Boys box set, uh, the pizza box set? No, I didn't know about that. Yeah. So this came out right around the time that that whole Prince Marky D thing went down. So like I was in touch with a member of the fat boys when this thing came out and I didn't know I was in touch with uncle Louie. I was in touch with Prince Marky D and you know how I found out about it two weeks ago when you weren't on, we played the music video for uh, lazy day by knuckleheads. And in part of that video, watch it. He zooms in to his record store record collection and he zooms in on the Dr. Demento um, greatest novelty records, the 80s. Next to it is a big, thick thing, big, thick thing that says Fat Boys. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so I Googled it. And it's a it's a remastered reissue of their first album on vinyl that looks like pizza that comes in a pizza box. <laughs> and I'm like... How did I not know about this? It was released on Record Store Day in yeah. 2011 or 2012. And I'm like, I'm like flabbergasted that I did not know about this. Like, because first of all, how did you not know about this? Second of all, how did I not know about exactly? this? Exactly. <laughs> and if either one of us had known, we would have told the other immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, God. What the hell? So I, I still have some birthday money left over. I'm going to see if I can pick one up on eBay or something. But oh, man. my God, I'm it was like, what the hell? Especially, I was emailing Prince Marky D at the time it came out. <sighs> anyway, so Ross, what have you been up to other than playing guitar that we can't hear? Which of your you were favorite muted. rappers has died? Yeah, recently. really. Which of your favorite rappers have died in the past few months? Uh, <laughs> see, when did Big Mo die? I don't know Big Mo. A long time. He, he was a Houston guy. Yeah. Well, uh, you can tell from the uh, the sirens outside. I'm in my apartment, uh, my new apartment up in Andersonville. Nice. Um, just just moved in. In fact, you guys can see the get out of here. See 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 all the boxes hung up. One of my guitars, which is great. Uh, um, but yeah, what I was uh, playing on this while I was on mute, I was playing this little guy. Because I was trying to figure out this song I came up with while driving. Because I, I I drive delivery too, and that's when I get a lot of my song ideas is while I'm driving delivery. But um, the the shitty thing about it is is like I can't like I don't have a guitar with me, so 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 I can't like pull over and just start strumming out a tune. I got to try and remember it. Uh, 
But Vo- uh, the voice memo app on your phone will go a long way. I did that today. I while I was out walking the dog, I came up with the chorus of a new song, and I pulled out the phone and I started singing into it. That sounds a good. That sounds like a good idea. What the hell have you been, Debo? <laughs> I think I'm the only comedy musician who doesn't drive delivery. Maybe I should look into it. Uh, I also yeah, I- sometimes do Ubers. Uh, like and give people rides so I can't pull out the voice memo uh. then. <laughs> hey, buddy, can you shut up for a second? <laughs> yeah, but like, before the pandemic, I drove Lyft for like a year and a half or so, and then I, I wrote a song about that that's up at the pump called Driving for Lyft. So, yeah, it's a sick plug there. It's a sick plug there, Luke. That's what he does. <laughs> it's that's my that's my superpower. Is Self-promotion and promotion of other people's stuff. Like, and I'm only, <laughs> it only sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm making fun of you because I'm actually very envious of you because I'm terrible at self-promotion. I'm terrible at it. No, no, I am, no, you are excellent at promoting many businesses in the Chicagoland area. Yes. Yes. I <laughs> guide most- people. I guide people to a treasure I cannot possess. <laughs> Good. So, you can help me promote Fun Fest then. Yeah. Yes. I, no, I, I, I very much for serious, like, because he, he did a, a TikTok a while back asking people what other things should I uh, uh, comment? Let me know what things you want me to do, my type of reviews of, uh, or, or, you know, whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Fun Fest 2021, please do do. Oh, website. dude, do it. We'll put it up on, on, the, on the website, on YouTube. And yeah. I'll, All yeah. I need is images. I just okay. need images of performers of the place that you're playing and then a series of benches and trash cans. Yes. That's all I need. <laughs> we can get, we can get Ian to do recon for us. That would okay. be perfect. <laughs> Where is it this year, by the way? Uh, it's at the Westin in the Western, uh, Chicago, the Western Chicago North shore, uh, which is like right across the street from a de Beppo. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> you've probably driven by it a billion times. <laughs> Western Chicago North shore. What's like the cross street? Because I might live very close to there. Uh, Lake Cook. It's it's near where Lake Cook intersects with ninety four, like two ninety four. Ninety four and two ninety four, like. Oh, so over, so close, so close to O'Hare. Yeah, like north of O'Hare. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. burps out in the burps. <laughs> you know, Way up in the burps. We're gonna go to the Dust Plains and see the original McDonald's there, and then we're gonna get some bratwurst and go up to the to the west and North Shore. <laughs> Mm. It's gonna be a fun weekend. The wife's really excited. <laughs> Sweet. Well, uh, thanks for having. I'm really glad to be here. Um, uh, I, uh, I'm always, I'm always, I'm always, ha- you know, really thrilled when people like my music. Because uh, for a long time, that wasn't the case. <laughs> We're to, the FUP is just basically a, uh, this conglomeration of people that finds another, and then we all just go, one of us, yeah. one of us. Yeah, basically. No, uh, <laughs> when it comes to writing com- comedy songs, I definitely believe what Jake the Dog said from, uh, from Adventure Time. Sucking at something is the first step towards being kind of good at something. <laughs> That's good advice, actually. Yeah, but no, I was just thinking the comedy music thing is like a zombie virus. It's like we just kind of find other comedy musicians and then bring them into the fold of us, and then we all just kind of meander around aimlessly trying to make money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So give us a quick intro to the song you posted, and we'll give it a listen. Right. So um, the song is called Air Fryer Blues, and um, I wanted to write an Eat the Rich kind of song. And so while Googling it, I discovered that there are no less than three Eat the Rich songs, one by a band from the 80s called Crocus, one by Motorhead, and one by Aerosmith. So I couldn't very well write that song now, could I? Because, uh, because uh, um, you know, Mahoderhead's version is by far my favorite. He has a line. There's a line. There's a line in there where, where he goes. Where he goes. <laughs> Baked beans and bacon strips. I like the way you lick your lips. I'm like, I'm not doing better than that. Uh, um, but so I, I tried to think of you know. Some advice I was given from, you know, another comedian um, is if you if you have if you have have a good joke, but you feel like the premise has been done to death, find another way to look at it. Try and be specific, you know, find a different angle. And I thought, well, my dad really likes his air fryer. My roommate really likes his air fryer on my roommate at the time. Um, And I thought, well, you know, I've always wanted to get an air fryer of my own and. Why not just air fry the rich? Because that that's a twofer right there because we're killing rich people and we're selling air fryers. All right. So, then we're, we're <laughs> so here is Air Fry the Rich by Ross Childs. I recorded this at Sun Studios in Memphis. People at the tub at the air fryer, it's the great new way to cook. Open the box, put it on your counter, ignore the instruction book. The air fryer don't use grease or fatty, you'll jump right out of your seat. Cause the air fryer's the very best way for cooking the wealthy elite. Simpler than a microwave, perfect for cooking a snack. Or the CEO that used taxpayer dollars on a damn stock buyback. Dry rubs or marinades, hot air fries with ease. We'll turn Mitch McConnell into a rose till we won't use any grease. Air fry the rich, air fry the rich. Billionaire barbecue sounds good to me. How about you? Air fry the rich, air fry the rich. Zuckerberg's kidneys stuffed with cheddar cheese. Aged meat. Pulse him in a Cuisinart air fry for a tasty treat. Season him liberally, crank the heat on that some bitch. And add a squirt of lime juice, cause he tastes a little rich. Air fry the rich, air fry the rich. Wall Street fricassee, save one or two plates for me. Potatoes and corn Here's a fella Elon Musk Right inside a big corn husk How about the Brothers Coke Marinated in liquid smoke The entire Walton family Fifteen minutes extra crispy Bloomberg, Bezos, Trump, Commandant 
son. Don't be sad about billionaires dying. You're already hungry. Let's get frying. Air fry the rich. Air fry the rich. Gather up the blood that's blue. Put it in a pot and make fondue. Air fry the rich. Air fry the rich. Freddie Smith from FedEx. He's got a full rack. in the red but the air fryers in the black the fridge is fuller about one percent now we all get a taste of snack the walls around are bursting spilling out into the street our kitchen's working overtime it'll be all you can eat oh air fry the rich air fry the rich so much food we're gonna share it also eat their kids so they can So I realized I, mi- I misspoke. I, I introduced the song as Air Fry the Rich. The official title is Air Fryer Blues. So just, Yes, that just- was actually, I, I wanted to call it Air Fry the Rich initially, but I thought that would give away the joke. Um, and the bass player who played on it, guy by the name of Mark, Mark Edgar Stewart, he was the one who told me to go with Air Fryer Blues because it gave it like this Bob Dylan twist mm-hmm. to it. Because like, you know, subterranean ho- homesick blues isn't like an A like a bluesy song it's more of a country it's, it's got a country bend to it so yeah, yeah. talking blues <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's an interesting thing that that i've battled with a couple of times and in fact i'm still battling with it with one song i that i'm i i, I need a good title for the song but i don't want to give away the main joke of the song so i'm, I'm trying to think of something is that, that the one you like is that the one you performed at at MarsCon last year yes and yeah, and then I put it. I put it on our alive collection. I think I put it's like the as yet untitled song by Dylan. right. <laughs> and and it's like you know because because you you want something for like if somebody hears it and they Google it, you want them to be able to find it. So because um, Hot Waffles did a hysterical song about um, people. You know, it's it, the chorus of the song is "Will you do us after the show?" It's just a plea to the audience to somebody come backstage and have sex with us. But the name of the song is "The End" because they don't they didn't want to give away the joke of the song. But in the process of naming the song "The End," nobody could find it when they were looking for it. So it ended up being like not a very popular song, even though it was a huge hit at live shows. So anyway, I digress. <laughs> so I just googled air fryer blues um and I think the fump the the the, uh, the fump page of my song is the sixth um really <laughs> the sixth link everything else before it is just blue air fryers oh that's funny <laughs> well hey as, as long as we're on the first page that's fine people will find us <laughs> So um, Sam Pokinghorn in the chat room, who's listening from New Zealand, by the way, says um, he has a question. Uh, He says it's a geeky question. He wants to know if Sun Studio is still set up to record on tape or is it all digital at this point? It's both. Uh, They actually use their old uh, that they use the old equipment 
but it's 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 put through um, it's patched through modern day software because as much as like it would be cool to like have like oh here's some tape you recorded um, it's way too expensive and no one's gonna like it's not nobody has it like reel to reels that play that play music anymore but they do use tape to record uh, to to get that Sun Studio sound and it gets that really cool slapback delay that's that Sun Studios got famous for. Mm-hmm. So they do have the um, the reel to reels recording the music and then that goes into uh, the computer. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, oh, that's cool. So they just take the output from the the reel to reel and then then do really record that digitally. Yeah, from what I understand, yes, I could be wrong. Because I'm not an engineer, but that's the way that Downtown Daniel showed it to me. That's the guy who was the engineer of that song, Downtown Daniel. Very cool. So who else is playing on this song with you? You have like a background instruments and stuff. Oh, yes. Um, So I recorded three songs at Sun. The other two are non-comedic and have not been released yet. But I I got two um, great great musicians to play bass and drums for me. Um. Because the way it works at Sun, uh, it's not, it's it's pretty expensive. But like, first of all, a, stu- a studio time in general is expensive. Yeah. Um. You know, I say I save my pennies for it, but I decided I wanted the full Sun Studios experience. And if I was going to record music there, I was going to just spend the money and hire musicians there and uh, again downtown daniel the the engineer who was there said i actually know some guys who would would be great for you mark edgar stewart uh was the bass player he's a fantastic fantastic musician and a great writer uh to you you who can find his stuff online mark edgar stewart and the other guy uh was a guy named uh, graham winchester which if that's not a badass like country western you know cowboy of the west <laughs> riding in on a pale horse no one knows who he is he's got a little tiny tiny like cigar in his mouth not a cigarillo slightly bigger than that it's a home rolled. he's coming in there to dispense some good old-fashioned western justice that's graham winchester but i, I kid he's actually a really cool dude um and uh he played drums on it and both of these guys were hot shot just could play anything, do anything. That they both sang, they both sang harmonies on the song. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it, w- it was a great experience because it was the first time I've ever been in like a proper studio. All of my all of my other music was 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 made digitally or, or recorded in my buddy Jake's apartment. Which I'm I'm not saying that, that music's bad either. Uh, like I have three other songs: Florida Man, Crab Man, and ban- Bandwagon Fan on on the fump and they were all recorded and produced by Jake Duar um, in his little home studio mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of like, you know, um, DI um, instruments, you know, um, a, um, electric drums and, you know, uh, and uh, using the, the digital uh, guitar sounds that you get from the, Oh God, I'm bad at this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this was the first time I'd ever been in the studio where it was like, like all the instruments are just mic'd and it's like you you play the song live you play it together and uh 
you just get it all and you have a couple of takes because because the sessions um was only five hours which i know seems like a lot but three songs in um, five hours is tight yeah that's that's real tight especially considering the five hours include setup time yeah so um and so uh um air fryer blues was actually the last one we did um and <laughs> oh, so you did the a- two normal songs first and then you were well, like okay I- guys i got one for you now <laughs> <laughs> pretty much well i did the two normal songs the, the, the two non-comedic songs first because i'd also coincidentally been playing those songs longest like between three and five years i've been playing those songs so i knew them better um i i i had a more I was more familiar with them. Air Fryer Blues, I probably had played that song for people once or twice at that point. And um, I, was, I wasn't I was as comfortable with it, uh, but it was a great experience. Like I, I, And I cannot stress enough how talented Mark Edgar Stewart and, uh, and Graham Winchester were. I sent them demos of me playing the songs with some like, you know, this is the tuning, and these are the chords, and they came in, and it's like they had been pl- that they had been playing the songs for years. You know, yeah, it's, um, it's great when you work with people who actually know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so so fun, and they were so nice too. They were so nice and very like like encouraging because I was nervous as hell. I was so nervous because I'm like, this is this is Sun Studios, you guys. <laughs> oh, I bought the mug. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that they were like, dude, you know, these songs are solid. Just focus on do- on doing the music and you'll be fine. And um, I had to uh, re-record the vocals for Air Fryer Blues because um, they were just like, you-, you could tell I wasn't as confident with them in the in the studio. But the but the coolest thing was, is that the uh, the third chorus, the one that says gather up the blood that's blue, that was written in studio. Because I initially, I initially had a guitar solo there that I had, you know, composed and was going to put a bunch of like, like funny sayings on top of it, like you know, rich people going, "Take my watch, no." Yeah. And uh, but um, the guy said, "No." After that breakdown, where you're like, "Don't be sad about billionaires dying; they're already hungry." Let's get frying. He says, "I want to hear the chorus again. Like, I don't want to hear a solo. I want to hear the chorus again." Uh, and so we just said, okay, I need a new chorus then. And we just wrote it out and said, you know, um, Frederick Smith from FedEx might work well because FedEx is based, is, is from Memphis. It's, it's like, it's headquarters is in Memphis. So that might be a good nod to Memphis, which is where the song was recorded. So, Mm. yep. And it felt like in the back of my head, I was like writing a song in Sun Studios. I'm like the Beatles, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. So yeah, that was a little, that was a little, uh, something I like, you know, I, I try not to brag about it, but it's hard not to, cause it was a great experience and it was a lot of fun. And, uh, the song sounds amazing. It really does. Uh, only 15% because of me, <laughs> like 85% of that song's success is owed to, to the folks at sun because they made it sound great. 
Yeah, I, I to this day I have never set foot in a real recording studio. What you're looking at is my recording studio. This is my microphone. <laughs> these are my headphones, and this is my computer. And this is that's where I, my my keyboard is right there. You can see, and that's that's it. So, <laughs> well, it's a uh, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm not trying to put down home studios at all. I'm still trying to build one of my own. I got I got microphones. I got everything. I don't have them out right now because again, I just moved. But I I, I like working in a studio is great, but it's so expensive. Yeah. It is so expensive. And don't get me wrong, it's worth it. It is worth it. But you know, I say if you're gonna record in a studio, save a song that you really love that you think like this 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 is my baby. This needs some. This needs some orchestration on this bitch. All right. <laughs> um, because uh, it, it is it is an incredible experience. But at the same time, home studios are amazing uh, because of the technology that's available. Um, I actually actually just bought because of my experience at Sun. I spent some of my TikTok money. Um <laughs> on this little guy right here. And so I want to start, I want to build my own home studio and I got this little five watt amplifier to make that happen. Nice. Cause this can be played in a, this can be played in an apartment cause it doesn't get too loud. I mean, it can, but you can turn the volume down and still maintain tone. Yeah. Um, and because uh so so yeah i i i i want to build my own home studio um god i'm always bad at these podcast things i always feel like i'm talking too much no you're great the more you talk the less i have to so this is great <laughs> don't don't worry about it we're bad at these podcasts yes things. we are this is our 567th episode so. we've only been doing this for 11 years and i still don't know how to interview people so <laughs> yeah like i uh well i appreciate that <laughs> and for, you're for doing our, fine for our, for our 11 and a half li listeners right <laughs> hey you know what and, and and our three youtube viewers one of whom is in new zealand <laughs> hey that means you're an international show that international. means you have an international audience dude we like my TikToks, five viewers on twitch right now one of whom is in new zealand so i think like one per one to two percent of my tiktok viewers are in like the united kingdom and like a couple are in canada but i'm like i'm internationally renowned yep. bitch <laughs> that's all it takes it only takes one just someone going like hey what's this fump cast huh I'll give it a listen. This sounds like a good time. I'm not good at accents because that was well, Australian, like, not New Zealand. Right. Well, back in whenever it was, like 2010, 2011, when we finally got uh, this awesome British trio, Flat 29, on the FOMP, it's like, yes, we're international now. We have one group from outside the U.S. Woo. Man. I, uh, I still remember when Ian, I think it was Ian who told me about uh, the FOMP initially back in 2019 back yeah <laughs> uh i opened for him at um was it nerd it was nerd was it nerd fest 
It was, yes, yes, it was Nerdfest. I opened for him at Nerdfest in 2019. That was where I played. I played there. I played a bunch. I did a bunch of things, but I did Florida Man and I did Crab Man. And I did a song that I have yet to record uh, called uh, uh, Nobody Mourns for the Red Shirt. Um, nice. It's a. It's it's done to the tune of sixteen tons, and it's all about the only red, sh- <laughs> the only red shirt that hasn't died. <laughs> and uh, well, I'm still. Well, first first of all, please record that and put it on the pump. <laughs> um. <laughs> and if you want help setting up your home studio, reach out to Chris Mezzalesta and Steve Goody, because uh, they can both give you some pointers. All right, Christmas Alesta and Steve Goody. All right, yeah. Chris yeah, built his own. I, Chris is a voice actor, professional voice actor, and he built his own studio. Like he built like a room within a room, so that it's like perfectly soundproof and and whatnot. And Steve is in Nashville, and he runs his own recording studio. Um, that's like how he makes most of his money. Because uh, I know I ain't paying him enough to to live. Um, <laughs> so, but so he he rents out his studio and he engineers other artists in Nashville. So that's you know so both of them Chris can was, give you pointers. Yeah, Chris was the guy at Fump Fest running sound, yeah. uh, uh, aka Power Salad. So yeah, <laughs> he was probably going around like this, okay, and making weird noises and yeah, faces. That's Chris. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh. So are you still like out uh, uh like doing like tour dates and stuff like that for Wait, we lost him. Oh. We lost him. I just as I I went to pin him. So now I have to crap. I pinned a blank screen and now oh. <laughs> God damn it. How, what the hell? Uh can I add Okay, so I can add that and let me unpin. Wow, this is this is professional, professional podcasting. podcasting. Here, folks. Hey. Um <laughs> I don't know how to do deal with this. All right, let me, if I go to here, no. Oh, there we go. Okay. Wow. All right, I had to switch <laughs> switch scenes and come back. Okay. Um, And he's back. All right. I had to switch to my phone, you guys, because my, uh, my, uh, all right, full disclosure, Um, my Wi-Fi has not been set up yet in my apartment. And so, um... I had to use my phone as a hotspot, and it just decided to crap out on me. I have been there. <laughs> now we're doing this. Now we're, as Bane would say, we've gone mobile. Mm. Nice. <laughs> All right. So I don't have anything more to ask you about the song anyway. So um, is there anything oh, you'd like to plug? about tour dates. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of tour dates. I... Guys, I'm I'm almost 33 years old. I don't know how to set up a tour. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> well, the, the, the reason I was asking is because there's so many TikToks where you seem to be in all kinds of different places across the country, and I'm just wondering, like, I, I just assumed, like, oh, you must be out performing at clubs and places, you know, and that's where you're doing all these far-flung uh, TikTok reviews. Well, that would be great. That would be awesome. But I wish that was the case, but it's not. Uh <laughs> I don't know, because I, I, I guess I'm always, like, really, like, nervous just saying, call, call, calling up places and being like, hey, let me play at your place. And, like, but I've always wanted to do a tour, like a proper tour. Yeah, so have I. Hasn't happened yet, but maybe. The 
closest I've ever come to doing a tour is I go to comedy festivals and and improv festivals all throughout the states. And uh, the next one I'm I'm doing actually um, after Funk Fest. Now, I got Funk Fest in August, and then in September, uh, on Memorial Day week, I don't know exactly what I'm playing yet, but I'm playing the Omaha Improv Festival. You mean Labor Day? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, September 3rd through the 5th at some point in that weekend. Cool. So I'm going to be in Omaha. Nice. There was something I was so, going to say, and it just zipped right out of my brain, and I don't remember what it was. Well, I want to I want to ask one more question, and uh, um. Uh, like, okay, I'm just curious how, because I've, you know, I've, I have, I have a TikTok account. I've made some myself, but just seeing the editing and the speed of, of the things that you do, I'm curious how you make them. Like, do you just like film all that stuff first and then go back and record the voiceover later? Yes. Okay. And then do you uh, like, you script everything out? <laughs> you're actually, yeah, you're spot fucking on. I mean, okay. what I do is I shoot the B-roll and I do the little like quick edits, the quick zooms. Um, and I go, I go off and I cut down the clips as short as I can do it and then reorganize them to a funny way. And then I script it out. That's why whenever I'm doing it, I'm saying the stuff live. So, so I'm actually yelling benches in the, in the, in the middle of a Walmart because I need it for timing. I needed to know, uh, especially with like the long stuff I say, whenever I, uh, say like my little like quotes and the most recent one I did, I released yesterday actually was, uh, for nuts on Clark. Yeah, I saw that one. And, uh, you know, so if, if I'm doing something longer, uh, um, I can always edit it down. Um, but the most frustrating part is doing the voiceover because I because I do it all in one go to keep the just to keep the energy up because I tried doing it incrementally one time and it sounded bad. You guys it sounded bad. Um, and so just to keep the to keep the energy up, I script it out and then I I try to set it up in like a right right, right now. I'm just using my 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 linen closet, basically. Um and I try to get into a good space. I, more often than not, I I just used my car as my vocal booth. Um, I I I parked somewhere that's relatively quiet. Um, and I'll just use my car. But yeah, I've done um, that. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I've got two. I've got two in my drafts right now. Um, one is for uh, Clark and Devon Hardware. <laughs> um, which I haven't even finished that one. I just started doing that one. And the other one is for discount tire. Uh, <laughs> and I wish I could get paid for this stuff. I have been paid for it, but I'm always really apprehensive about asking for payment to do it. Cause I, because I love doing these and it's so much fun. And I'm always afraid that says, yeah, we're good. We don't need that. I'm like, but I want to do it. They've got <laughs> all these things and I can talk about, come on. Didn't so, that one place give you like a caramel pie or something like that? Oh, Brown Sugar Bakery? Yeah, Brown Sugar Bakery on East 75th Street, Chicago, Illinois. Are fantastic. This is the best this is the best car car caramel cake you're ever going to get in the city. And and yes, they love me over there and yes, they did give me free stuff. Even if they didn't, even if they never said a word to me, I would advertise this because it is 
folks at home, listeners, listen to me. Listen to the words I say. They deliver. You can go to brownsugarbakery.com and you can order a two or four tier caramel cake and they will deliver it anywhere in the country. I sent a caramel cake to my sister and brother-in-law in Houston, Texas, and it got there and it was amazing because my brother-in-law says, I love caramel cake, but I can't find it in Houston. At least not, at least not a good one. And I was, I was doing, what happened was I was doing a TikTok of um, Cupid's Candies, which is owned by Brown, which is owned by Brown Sugar Bakery. Uh, and I met the owner, Stephanie, who's amazing. And I, I mentioned that to her. It's like, yeah, my, my, you know, my, 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 my brother-in-law is, is a huge fan of caramel cake, but can't find any. And she goes, well, what's her, well, uh, what's their address? I, I, I'll send them one. And <laughs> awesome. I'm like, yeah, so they will send caramel cakes anywhere in the country. Folks, listen to me right here. <laughs> this is the best, the best holy Lord caramel cake you will ever put in your mouth. They got other stuff too, but their car their caramel cakes are thebomb.com. Diva, we got to get that as a raffle item for Fump Fest. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Like go down there and see see if I can get like a gift card or something and put that as a raffle. We can do that. I wanted to get a uh, a like a a cake for closing ceremonies just as you know happy anniversary dr demento or something like that maybe we can make it a caramel They'll cake i don't care <laughs> no sarah uh is the manager of uh, brown sugar bakery and she's on tiktok too as legal weed poppy p-a-p-i at the end and uh she is very active on tiktok and so so when i went in there telling them what i was doing they got very excited and i uh they they uh they uh, they really like me over there. Awesome. All right. So we're going to do some news and the second interview and whatnot. You're welcome to stick around if you like. Uh, if you have other stuff to do, you're welcome to take off. Well, I I, I appreciate y'all guys ha having me, and I'm sorry if I took up too much time. Nope, not at all. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to find your account on here because I wanted to. Uh... Crapman732. Yeah, just as I found it. Crabman732. Uh, uh, and of course, you know, for TikTok, that is the at sign Crabman732. Uh, 231,400 listeners or followers, excuse me, with over 5.7 million likes. Nice. <laughs> I just, on mine, I just crossed the 10,000 likes barrier. It's like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 all those barriers, those things are important. I still remember the first video I did that got more that got more than a thousand views. And it was some bullshit thing I did. I did at a Brewers Astros game. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm still waiting to get on TikTok. I will soon. I, I, I want to. I really do. It's fun. If you like making dumb videos, it's fun. I do. I don't do it very often, but, you know, we'll see. All right, let's do some news. Thanks, guys. I got to go back to a rehearsal, but thank okay. you so much. See you thanks later, for, man. Thanks for joining us. Later. All right. Later. This is the Fump. Zoom where it happens. Zoom where it happens. There are devils in the zoom where it happens. Zoom where it happens. Zoom where it happens. Panic weeds are flowing when tents will make the worst time.
vibes inside the Zoom where it's happening. A box of the Capri Sun. We drank the whole box. Yeah, I know. It was dumb. Then after that, we had a couple cokes. We started laughing, telling knock-knock jokes. He said, knock-knock. I said, who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. Who? That's the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T-H-E-F-U-M-P.com. But I could not pee. Couldn't control it. Yo, that's right. I peed. I know the one is laughing at me. H-J-K-I-L-M-N-A-P in my pants, I'm peeping in my pants, I'm peeping in my pants. Well, I'm cruising inside of my pump, pump, ride, got my hoodie pulled high, but I'm going yellow eyes, rocking through the desert just to see what we can see, on the showers in the house, say, ooh, teeny, on the showers in the house, say, ooh, teeny, I'm going yellow. Something, something, something. In the news. Uh, Carla Albrick is currently having a sale on her Bandcamp page. Uh, name your price. So you can go to CarlaAlbrick.Bandcamp.com and pick up all of her merchandise. Dirt cheap. Uh, the sale ends midnight on Sunday. So if you don't already have everything Carla owns, head over to CarlaAlbrick.Bandcamp.com and stock up, damn it. Metal Al has announced their new album, which is going to be called The Parody Album. This is coming out May 7th. This will be available at metalal.bandcamp.com. Metal Al is a heavy metal cover band of Weird Al Yankovic songs. Uh, They didn't say what songs were going to be on it, but uh, it'll be parodies, I would imagine. It doesn't matter. Weird Al fans buy anything that have anything to do with Weird Al. This is true. (laughs) Speaking of things to do with Weird Al... Nathan Rayburn, who brought us the Weird Accordion to Al book, now brings us the Weird A Coloring to Al, a Weird Al Yankovic-themed coloring book. Uh, This is happening as a Kickstarter. Uh, He's looking to raise $8,000. He is currently at $4,734, so he's a little over halfway there. If you're interested in helping this become a reality, go to kickstarter.com and do a search for Nathan Rabin, and you will find it. His last name is spelled R-A-B-I-N. All right. There is a new lyric video out for Goin' Jawa by Captain Ambivalent, uh, which is actually one of my favorite songs of recent years on the Fump. I love that song. Um, Go to YouTube and search for Captain Ambivalent and you will find it. But be careful because there's two of them up there. His original video, which is just a still shot with the song. uh, That's not this. This is a new one. It's it's a lyric video uh, with some cool stuff going on in it. Um. And uh, speaking of Bandcamp, Bandcamp is waiving their fees next Friday. So Friday, uh, May 7th, they will be waiving their fees once again. Uh, So support your favorite artist on Bandcamp as the artist gets to keep more money. The Fump April newsletter went out the other day, which talks about the Logan Awards, new releases in the store, videos, and some other stuff, uh, including the new album by Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction, which I somehow missed. Um, if you're not on our mailing list, you can view it online at tiny.cc slash fump0421 for April of 2021. tiny.cc slash fump0421. And speaking of Phil Johnson, Phil Johnson has a new album out, Itty Bitty Ditty Committee, which does 33 songs in 17 minutes. Dragons, pirates, drunks, dumb children, squirrels, sweatpants, and so much more. Each song is so short, you won't have time to hate it. You can just listen to the whole thing during a bathroom break. That's his sales pitch. Um, I did add this to the Comedy Music Release spreadsheet today, so it's up on there. If you'd like to pick up a copy, you can go to roadsideattraction.bandcamp.com, which I think forwards you to his page. It's, It's Bandcamp page 
you know, embedded in his website. Um, and it's not expensive either. I forgot how much it was, but it was, I think it's like five bucks. And the Logan Awards are still accepting nominations. Go to loganawards.com, click on nominations, and nominate your favorite comedy songs from 2020. All right, you got anything before tour dates? Uh, nope. All right. Uh, tour dates. You know what? I thought there were tour dates because that's when I got the newsletter and I didn't write them down. Uh, so let me pull it up. Oh, four, two. Well, while you're pulling it up, I'll play this so people can hear something. Uh, bring home that ballpark crunch at Nuts on Clark in Chicago, Illinois. They have nuts, nuts, chocolate, outlets, trash, poppity corn, poppity corn, spicy poppity corn, pretty poppity corn, chocolate, pistache, pistache, I got you blue. Hello, I'm roasted cash, decapitated mannequins, liquid water, cups, socks, hawks, where's nuts, core nuts, nuts that are raw. Buckets, buckets, boxes, triple stack, pretzels, benches, convenient locations. Oh, boy. Popcorn, peanuts, chocolate, and more. All at Nuts on Clark. We've heard all the jokes. You can stop now. Bring home that ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this I got to get on TikTok. Um, so Sundays on YouTube, Escape from the Secret Lab featuring Dr. Pinkerton. Thursdays online, Steve Goody. Fridays online, Carla Ulbrich. And then coming up on the 27th online, Phil Johnson. That was two days ago. God damn it. And the 30th online tomorrow, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. And he's also performing a couple of times in May. Phil's the only one who ever performs, so. All right. Uh, second song of the week. Oh, I forgot. Birthdays. Uh, today, today's birthday, Todd Chappelle. Happy birthday, Todd. Yay, Todd and Paul. tomorrow, happy birthday, Joe J. Thomas. All right. Second song of the week is one wacky song by Larry Tritel, followed by a roughly 15 minute interview. Seven hundred thirty-seven latex balloons, six hundred ukuleles, five hundred hearts, four hundred spicy ramen, three hundred farts, two hundred cans of Lysol, one hundred drones, ninety-two kegs of beer, eighty-eight xylophones, seventy-four bags of Cheetos. 57 kumquats, 46 chocolate cakes, 39 seedless ragrids, 29 eggs, 18 exploding pintos, 10 wooden legs, 9 polyester jumpsuits, 8 big red zits, 7 pepperoni pizzas, and 6 million pits. Five crooked politicians, four hairy toes, three pounds of bacon, and two two-dollar hoes. One wacky song, don't mean a thing, but it is so enjoyable to sing. Thirty-seven latex balloons, 
600 ukuleles, 500 hearts, 400 spicy ramen, 300 farts, 200 cans of Lysol, 100 drones, 92 kegs of beer, 88 xylophones, 74 bags of Cheetos, 68 snakes, 57 kumquats, 46 chocolate cakes, 39 seedless ribrids, 29 eggs, 18 exploding pintos, 10 wooden legs, 9 polyester jumpsuits, 8 big red zits, 7 pepperoni pizzas, and 6 smelly armpits. Crooked politicians, four hairy toes, three pounds of bacon, and two two-dollar hoes. One wacky song don't mean a thing, but it is so enjoyable to sing. That's all. I don't even know what OBS is, but I trust you. All right. I'm here with Larry Tritel. How you doing, Larry? I'm doing pretty good, actually. It's nice to be back. Nice to get. I'm glad we finally caught, were able to uh, schedule this. We've been bouncing back and forth for a few days. Um, <laughs> but nice to finally talk to you again. Um, so, so tell us about this song. One wacky song. Yeah, I think I just was inspired by seeing all the other list songs that are out there. And I said, you know, let me give it a shot. I uh, I can write about nothing <laughs> and then condense it into a two or three minute nothingness. And it was fun. It was kind of cool. Again, I used that kind of weird voice that, that I guess I call my vaudeville kind of old timey voice, which tends to work. I've noticed the ones I've submitted most of the ones that you liked were the ones where I do that wacky voice. And I think part of it is just that comedy music tends to be better when you sing it in a funny voice or something. Maybe you're, you're definitely more of an expert than I am. You tell me what it is. Potentially. I, I don't, I hadn't noticed that pattern. I don't know if there was any correlation or not, but uh, yeah, we just, we, we enjoyed this one uh, probably just because of the nonsense of it. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to just be silly. Be a grown-up and be silly. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. And uh, you in your description that Dr. Demento described it as delightful nonsense when he played it. So. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty. That summed it up. That would probably be a good name for a CD, you know, if it hasn't already been done. It would, and you can't copyright CD or album title names, so um, you feel free to do it even if somebody else has taken it <laughs> as far as you know you don't know of anybody that's done it yet not that i'm aware of no so well, how's uh, how's things for you as far as normalcy i i i have a gig tomorrow um like an in-person gig a restaurant not so much the comedy stuff but but i also do like sort of a 50s 60s and 70s type music mm -hmm. acoustic and this is a very positive first step. He called me and he said, um, look, we're super dead all week, except Saturday. 
we're packed on Saturday, but super dead every other day. So come Friday, we'll see if we can start to build up a Friday. So, so I have so I have a gig tomorrow, which it's a little earlier than it normally would be, and a little shorter, but. I, I definitely see it as a first step in this process. Yeah. Well, have you been vaccinated yet? I have not. I'm getting close, though, to doing it. It's starting to become so readily available now. And there's a right in town I could do it at the like CVS or whatever. So I will be. Yeah. Have you? Yes, uh, I've gotten both of my shots. My entire family has. Well, everyone who qualifies, two of the kids are too young still. Um, but uh, yeah, things are... Around here, there, I mean, nothing has changed as far as the lockdown and, and the, re the the restrictions go, but a lot of people are vaccinated now in New Jersey. So it's, you know, thing, like I, I can see us opening things up soon. Um, my kids are still going to school part time. You know, two of them are every other day. The other one is two days a week. And um but and they're they're talking about sending them back like five days a week before the end of the school year. But I'm like, why bother at this point? There's like five six weeks left, you know. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, so I'm just 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 ride out the school year and start fresh in the fall. It would be my suggestion. You know, what I see as the issue still is that things can open, but people are scared to go out. Still, a lot of people, especially if you're a little bit older. Some of the restaurants I play at have a little bit older clientele. And I think those people are going to take a long time till they trust going out again. I could be wrong. I hope I am. Well, there's going to be two, two extremes. There's going to be the people who are afraid to go out and won't go out for a long time. And then there's going to be the people who don't care about the restrictions and are going out anyway, you know, without a mask, without being vaccinated because freedom or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Um, you're you're right. There's that extreme <laughs> thing going on there. And I'm we got a lot fly. of those people around here, so. <laughs> uh, there's nothing we can do. It's a crazy world. I try not to, you know, I was so wrapped up in the politics for a while and stuff, and I'm sort of trying to get away from it because it'll drive you insane. Yes. And there's nothing worse than turning on sports and they're talking about politics. I mean, I, I go to music and I go to sports to escape politics not just politics but to escape everything and just go into this fun zone and when you start incorporating politics in those areas i'm not sure it's a good idea i mean i guess in, i know in music a little bit you can do it but yeah music your... and in stand-up comedy there's there, there's a long history of, of those people um you know talking about singing about what's going on in the world so that makes sense sports I mean, I mean, I'm not saying, uh, you know, sports figures can't have their opinion and, and, you know, be highly educated on a topic or anything. But, yeah, there's less of a there's less of a history of doing that There's less of a place for it, I guess, in sports and, and, and stand up comedy is almost like a dead freaking craft. I mean, you can't go out there and say anything about any sensitive topic these days without being woke, you know, the woke well, crew will I, I disagree you. with you there because you you can you just have to craft it properly. Like there was um there's there's a comic I I met online recently who did a joke about a um a gay paraplegic person he knows who's a good friend of his. And the the joke was so well crafted and so funny that it didn't matter that this guy was a gay paraplegic. And in fact, the, his friend was also in the chat and, and was like, yep, that's me. He's talking about me. And, you know, so it was it was fine. 
Um, you know, and it That's didn't, a rare rarity it, problem. Yeah, it, and the the, the 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 thing was he wasn't. The, the joke was um, the, this guy who's in a wheelchair was recently came out as gay and he's trying to figure out where he fits in in the gay community. And it, depending on who you talk to, he's either uh, uh, no, I guess it, where he where he fits in. I almost screwed up the joke where he fits in. Uh, he's a tomato because depending on who you talk to, he's both a fruit and a vegetable. And, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but that that is fun. That is well crafted. Yeah, and and the the guy who was in the wheelchair chimed in. He's like, "Yeah, that's me. I'm the tomato." And apparently, he loved the joke. He thought it was hysterical. Well, there was no ill intent there. Obviously. Exactly, and that's that's the that's where where you get into trouble is if if you're making fun of gays for being gay because you're a homophobe, you're gonna get you're gonna have problems. You know, if you're making fun of this guy with a well crafted joke, you know, and he's not even making fun of him. It's just a joke. You know. He's- so but, it's, but it's just a matter of these days. It's just a matter of being sensitive to people's feelings and stuff, and not being an asshole is what it comes down to. I hope yeah. we loosen up, you know, like in the old days. Not not to be rude or be mean to anybody. I'm not saying that, or, or but but you know what I mean. Like you yeah. can't get upset at every little thing. And you know what people are doing too is going back 15 years on their social media. Back in 2001, you said yeah. um, some guy was this, that, or the other. So we're yeah, gonna, that drives we're me nuts. You, yeah, your career's over. Yeah. Everything you worked for your entire life because you said something seven years ago, off the cuff, <laughs> nuts. I'm, it's a crazy world we're living in. Don't kid yourself. It is. <laughs> my dog is being exceptionally needy right now for some reason. I like a, your so. dog. A very nice a dog. Look like a Wizard of Oz. <laughs> he does look like Toto a bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Is that a what is that a terrier? Yeah, it's a Yorkie. Yorkie. His name's Jack. I haven't had a dog in so long. I miss a dog. The wet nose, that cold wet nose. I like the cold <laughs> wet nose. How about you? Yeah, you, you would... yeah he, uh, you he like does, doesn't seem to know what to make of the windscreen, though. <laughs> <laughs> a good thing you have it, though, could keep that cold wet nose away yeah. from the microphone. He doesn't know what's but going yeah. on. <laughs> so yeah, so it's been like um, spring training for me the past week or two, trying to gear up to play gigs again. After mm-hmm. this has been like a year, um, I did one gig about three months ago or something. It was a private party. I do acoustic guitar finger pick. I hadn't played in so long, like for an extended time. Three quarters through, I get a blister, a terrible <laughs> blister on my thumb, and I realize it, and I'm like, oh god, what am I? Gonna-? So I have to keep going. It screwed my thumb up so bad. I now use picks. Like I've I've adopted. <laughs> I had to because my thumb will not withstand more than a few minutes of this, you know, friction oh, wow. on the string before it starts to. You know, this is what happens to old people like me. No, I'm 60 now. It's not old. But when I was when I was young, <laughs> 60 was old, wasn't it? When yeah. you looked at that man, he's 60. He'll probably be blowing snot out of his left nostril in the corner soon. <laughs> you know, that's what happens when you get old. Yeah, it also Hair. happens when you don't perform regularly. You know, this this year has been rough on all of us. You know, I did a, a, a gig um, recently that was online. I performed for a half an hour for the first time in, you know, in a year. And it knocked me the hell out because I haven't been. I mean, I rehearsed the set. So I was, you know, I went through the whole thing. But just something about performing for a half an hour. I hadn't done that in in, in a year, and man, it knocked me out. 
I, and I'm not taking that for granted. Like, like I'm not just showing up tomorrow and going, yeah, I'll be fine. I've been like practice. Like I've been working at it. Yeah. Um, a little bit every day. And now like I have said, spring new- training. <laughs> Spring training, baby. Now I have these picks to contend with, like, but it's fun. It's like life. I feel like over the um, this quarantine deal, hopefully you've taken, you've had a little extra time to do stuff. So for me, I maybe learned how to use finger picks better. And I bought a looper pedal. I don't know if you know what they are, but yeah. it, it don't, it don't allow, and I don't like that. I don't like technology. I don't like having that crap, but I, I figured, you know what? It might beef up my act. I can do solos. I don't like to show off and do that kind of like Eddie Van Halen solos, but I mean, I can play, I might as well use that. I have the ability to do it. And it makes my, I don't have to sing constantly, constantly, constantly. I can take a break and do like a solo in the middle of the song by using this looper pedal, you know what I mean? Without boring people, mm-hmm. but to play the rhythm part. And then, so I'm incorporated. So I have a few new things going on that are good and bad. It's it's good because it, it's enhancing my act. It's bad because it's a distraction right now. Like I have to think about picks and, and that kind of crap when, yeah. when I, I'm worried enough about just getting back and gigging again. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but that's, these are not big problems. <laughs> They're not serious problems. Well, you'll figure it out, I'm sure. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. All right, so do you I have like anything to- you'd like to plug? Um, well, I do have a, a website. I don't know. No, but it's, it's Larry Tritel music.com. I have songs on Bandcamp. If anybody wants to check it out, one of my more recent songs that I considered sending to you guys, but it's so specialized. It's a song about, and you're going to go, who? Monty A. Melnick. Does that mean anything to you? No, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Monty Hall, but I don't. I don't know no, Monty. Nobody Melnick. knows. Who, actually, only diehards. He was the road manager for the Ramones for 22 years okay. from their from their first show to the last. So I wrote a song about him because he he took a lot of crap being you know trying being on the road with those people. They're they're a crazy bunch of that was a <laughs> nutty band. So anyway, he had the patience of a saint and, and really kept things together. So I wrote him a song. He liked it. He, he put it on his like Facebook and Instagram. It's got a bunch of hits, but it's so like you don't know, you don't know who he is. Nobody else does. So it's one of those songs. I think I'm going to have to keep in the uh, bolts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or do it at like a Ramones tribute show or something. There you go. It's a funny <laughs> name though, isn't it? Monty A. Melnick. It is. Yeah, it's a great name. Great name. So that's um, that's what I'm doing these days. It's keeping me busy. I uh, I'm just anxious to get back to like normalcy, but I don't know. I was out on the road this morning. Dead. It's still deserted out there. There's not a lot of cars. Not a lot of people going to work. It's it's. Oh, we're still battling traffic, and there's tons of people outside. And New Jersey doesn't doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> But it does seem like the world's still not quite there yet. Yeah. Not quite there yet. Yep. How about you? Is your, uh, you, you, I guess you can't travel anywhere. I guess your, your conventions and things are None of the healthy. conventions are happening. We're hoping to be able to do Fumpfest in August. Um, it's looking likely at this point, but uh, we don't know for sure yet. Um, and then I think starting in the fall, things will start to, to open up as far as the conventions go. I think Fumpfest might be the first. Assuming it happens. Not knowing. Not knowing is yeah. really. Yeah. And not being able to plan that well. Well, we're planning, assuming it's going forward. It's all we can do. Where's it supposed to be? Chicago? Chicago, I... yeah. 
about that. How many have you had of those? Uh, we started in 2014, so um, seven, I guess. Wow. Pretty cool. Do you ever have them on the East Coast? Or I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no. It would be guess so much easier to plan. It's just it, it, the having it in either, like, you have to have it near a major airport, and so that's either in New York City or in Newark, and neither of those are really good options for this type of thing. It's too expensive. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. It's definitely everything in New York. Too damn expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you liked the song. I hope uh, people check it out. I hope people check it out. I'm not exactly a household name, so people are Larry, who? I'm not listening to that crap, <laughs> Evelyn. Evelyn, get me the Cheetos. Put on someone like Devo Spice that we know. It's Larry Tritel, idiot. Yeah, I've got my 35 fans. They'll, they'll go. Um, <laughs> all right, well, thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. And I uh, look forward to uh, more stuff from you in the future. Thanks, man. You have a great day, and I shall keep in touch. You too. Bye-bye. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. Feedback. Alvarant wrote, Great show as always. Maybe Ian should deliver for the place where the first part of the name is cowboy talk to food and the last part is what you plug your USB cord into. It's a Chicago native company, so let's see some hometown pride. Devo, sorry about hearing that Agent Orange is moving to your state. I hope you don't live near any golf courses. I do, actually. I live near Mountain Creek, the park formerly known as Action Park, which has a whole bunch of golf courses. It has like a whole golf resort all over it. But uh, I don't think I need to watch that documentary. It's, it's good. <laughs> it was, it was it called Traction. No, Class Action Park. That's what it was. Yeah. I had a bunch of nicknames when it was open as Action Park. It was Traction Park, Class Action Park. I forgot what the other ones were, but uh, it was fun. It's still open. It's just called Mountain Creek now. Uh, and they took out most of the more dangerous rides. Some of them are still there. All right. That's all the feedback we got. All right. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Teasing. Tomorrow's song is by Steve Goody. And we're going to have a special bonus Saturday song this week by Mikey Mason, who wanted May 1st for some reason. And Interesting. Yes, I don't remember why. He did tell me why. I completely forgot. There was a reason for it, though. Uh, Tuesday's song is by TV's Kyle. Yay! And speaking of May the 1st, uh, this week's Spotify playlist topic is sex! So, Yay! Go figure. All right. Um, yeah, Larry Tritel is at LarryTritelMusic.com. Ross Childs is on TikTok, apparently, doing really well. Um, and FumFest is at FumFest.com. Anything else to plug? Uh, nope. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm the Great Luke Ski. And other people are gone. Thrash.
Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say... Benches! 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 Mountain Dew!